Welcome back to the A to Z show, everyone. Oh yeah, finally back. By finally, I mean we've been fairly, uh, we've been recording fairly regularly lately, oh, yeah. which has been nice. It has. <laughs> it's been a week though, so it's it longer than the last time. That is true. We uh, January was a pretty shit month for us. We did not stay on top of anything. Yeah, <laughs> in yeah, that, that's gonna throw off our. Uh, when we have our year anniversary, it's not gonna be episode fifty-two. No, definitely not. Oh well, whatever. Mm. What are you gonna do? We'll still celebrate. Yeah, it'll be fine. You know, things happen. People have lives. There's, you know, uh, there's Batman comics to be read. I can't always be here to podcast. It's yeah. just not how it works. My employer works around it. I don't know why you can't. <laughs> as much good stuff as I tell you about every week, you got to go experience it. Yeah, so. which I never do. I just go watch the same six mm. shows that I always watch. But still, right. I should be watching those. Mm-hmm. I agree. <laughs> I was thinking about that the other day too. Like all these like cool shows and cool video games and everything we talk about. Like I haven't played any of them. <laughs> no, I'm. Uh, let's see. Oh, I got New Vegas to work on my laptop. Oh, really? So I've been doing that for the last like four or five days. Okay, so that's productive. It's been pretty fun. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I might as well play a game that I played seven or eight times all the way through mm-hmm. before. So why not? All the DLCs and everything. Mm-hmm. So nothing is going to be new for you. Yeah, not one thing. Okay. I might try for a different ending this time. Oh, yeah? Yeah, I might okay. go, like, full wild card. Just do a full free Vegas. Oh, yeah? Usually I either side with the NCR, or I did a couple Legion playthroughs, but... Yeah. The NPR survives the Holocaust? NCR. Oh. New California Republic. Oh. But you're in Vegas. Yeah, well, they're encroaching in. Like, oh. they're, like, spreading out east from California oh. to start, like, uh... Look at you knowing geography. Yeah, exactly. I figured that out. I did have to stop for about half a second to make sure I was thinking east. Because I was like, mm. <laughs> wait, yes, that's correct. It's okay. I can edit it. Good. Yeah. Like, I, I think I did like one Caesar's Legion playthrough. Uh, I've never done a Doctor or a Mr. House playthrough. Probably never will. Because mm. fuck him. But I think it would be kind of fun to do the the wild card. You run everything, free Vegas, kind of like you just make Vegas its own like nation state, and nobody can fucking touch it anymore. Hmm. Kind of uh, don't tread on me ending. I think that'd be kind of fun. I can see that from you. I think I'm gonna go with that one this time. Now we discussed your Mass Effect characters are always named Zach. Are your Fallout yes. characters also named Zach? Yes, they okay. are every time. Hmm. It's called role playing, and it's me that I'm playing. So. Okay. The the only character. That's not the name of your D and D character though. No, it's true. But Did you debate that? Have you noticed that all of my D&D characters start with Z? No, I didn't. <laughs> Every one of my D&D characters I've, I've ever made, uh, his name has started with a Z. Wow. Because <laughs> it's just fun for me. I don't know. Zach's not a good, uh, like, a fantasy name for D&D, so I yeah, can't use it, it really there. isn't. But I make something that starts with a Z, like, every time. So. Because I'm not that great of a role player. I want to just play myself anyway, so. This is, uh... It's kind of true. You just get drunk and fight things in D and D, so yeah, it's just fun. It's it's not that different from real life. I've been doing better with this newer character. Well, yeah, for now. Yeah, for now. I mean, we'll see what happens next time. <laughs> oh, you know what? I was listening, uh, not to our last uh, episode, the Valentine's Day one, the one before that. Okay. Where I was talking about how angry I am at Adam Sandler, and I can't understand why he gets work and stuff like that. No, that was the Valentine's one. No, that was the one before Valentine's. No, no that was Valentine's. Was it? Yeah. Are you sure? Mm-hmm. Okay. That was a really long episode. That is fair. But uh, anyway, so going back to that real quick. Okay. Somebody else who I cannot explain their success 
Jimmy Fallon. Mm. I don't get it. Yeah. I, I cannot understand. Even his SNL casting was like... He had no good people on SNL. Yeah. He had no not one funny character. And he fucking laughed all the time. Like, he couldn't keep a straight face yeah, to he, save he, his life. He, he can't keep a straight face. And it's not because he was around funny people. It's because he thinks he's so fucking funny that he can't not laugh at himself at all times. He might be the biggest douchebag in Hollywood. <laughs> I think I'd rather hang out with Harvey Weinstein than He's fucking, not in Hollywood, though. He's in New York, right? Well, I hope he's in fucking Ghana getting raped by a lion right now. Not a fan of Jimmy Fallon. Just, I, I, I just can't do it. I, I, I don't get it. Who's your favorite late night host currently working? Because everyone's mm. going to say Carson because he was a big deal. But I don't know. I liked Colbert a lot on the Colbert Report, but I'm not sure I really like his. It's not good. Yeah, yeah. I haven't seen it very much. But well, like the fun thing about the Colbert Report was that he wasn't taking himself that seriously. Yeah, like, yeah. he was kind of making a he joke. Was completely into that character. Yeah. yeah, and then like he gets a show where every now and then he'll do like a Colbert thing. Oh yeah. But it's just so fake. You're mm. like, ugh, this is so corporate. This is, you know, this is brought to you by McDonald's. I think I'm good. You were better on Comedy Central. And then I liked The Daily Show whenever it was hosted by uh, John Stewart. I thought that was really good. Mm. The new guy, Trevor Noah, I just, again, another guy where it just doesn't work for me. I just don't yeah. find that funny. He's, John Stewart's thing was like, no matter what he was doing, his number one goal was to be funny. And the same thing with Colbert whenever he had the Colbert rapport. Mm -hmm. Like, it was to be funny beforehand. They all made really good points, and they were really smart guys. Oh, yeah. They did their research, and it was all spot on. But they wanted to be funny first. Mm -hmm. Nowadays, it's like, funny takes the back seat, and it's like, let's make our really nice uh, fucking, uh, you know, whatever fucking virtue signal we want to throw out right now. Let's right. make that first, and then maybe we can make it funny afterwards. And that's just, yeah. the, that's the opposite of how comedy is supposed to work. And then even when they do try the funny stuff, they try way too hard. Mm -hmm. It seems like, like that was the best thing about Colbert, where like some of it was so subtle, you like you don't even catch it until oh, yeah, you're, no. you know, it's like, oh, wait. <laughs> I miss the Colbert report, too. Yeah. I remember when that first came out because I was still kind of young. And my dad watched uh, The O'Reilly Factor. He was a fan of that oh, show. So okay. it's exactly yeah. what the Colbert Report mm. is like spoofing. Right. Papa so, Bear. Yeah. So like I would watch that. And it was just like, I was maybe only like 13 or so. So I wasn't fully like developed mentally to understand what uh, sarcasm and like satire, yeah, yeah. satire was. I just remember thinking it was funny. And then like a couple years later goes by and I'm like, oh, now I get it. This is fucking hilarious <laughs> <laughs> no i would say late night host right now my favorite probably conan hmm, i forgot he still does this on tbs yeah he's got that show on uh netflix now too it's like conan without borders or something like that where oh, he really? goes and like yeah he like i guess he's traveling or something i haven't watched it yet i really, hmm. I really want to but i okay. always like conan i always thought he was fun oh yeah 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 probably a good solid choice he has some of the best. Like I said, bits. Fallon's not that great. <clears throat> no, Fallon's Kimmel terrible. can be good, but he gets preachy sometimes. Kimmel just needs to get. I mean, Kimmel cried about fucking Cecil the Lion. That I he lost all fucking respect for me after that. He cried about a fucking lion. <laughs> like, bro, this this ain't the Lion King. This ain't fucking Scar, killing <laughs> fucking Mufasa. Like, what the fuck, dog? So yeah, after the Cecil thing, I pretty much lost all respect for Kimmel. What Kimmel needs to do is call Adam Carolla, and they need to do fucking do the Man Show again because that was a great show. That no, show was fucking hilarious. I even kind of liked the like Joe sequel Rogan. they kind of did because well, it was two of my favorite comedians. It was Joe Rogan and Doug Stanhope. Who, okay. I mean, stand up wise, those are two of the funniest guys alive right now. 
was the show as good as the original? No, not at all. But it was still pretty funny. And like, I mean, granted, maybe I had rose-colored glasses on just because I like both those. But that's just how I looked at it. I always liked Conan though. Conan's been consistently funny, like, his whole career. He's been on, like, three different networks. He's oh, always yeah. had a pretty funny show. Because he's the kind of guy who, he's never taken it that seriously. Mm. I think that's why I like him so much. Is he's you, We're never going to see Conan crying about fucking Cecil the Lion. Yeah. Unless it's a bit, and he's just making a joke. Because he will do bits for anything. Oh, yeah. He has one of the greatest bits ever, which is the Walker Texas Ranger lever. Mm-hmm. Remember that? That oh, was yeah. the greatest thing ever. <laughs> you just pull a lever to just play a random Walker uh, clip. Chuck Norris. Yeah. <laughs> it's the fucking greatest thing ever. So yeah, I would say Conan, and then uh, I mean Letterman would be up there. I know he's not doing much nowadays, but Letterman was always pretty funny. I was never a big Leno guy. I liked his segments. His interviews weren't that great, though. Yeah, that's that's fair. Leno had good segment. Leno had better, probably better comedy writers, but uh, Letterman had like better on-screen uh, presence. He just had better like oh. on on-screen presence. Like, okay, he, he would wrap them up in a nice bow. Okay, and yeah. he would give them out. Not even if it was Christmas or not. It didn't matter. <laughs> Use the kind of tape that would tear easily, so you're not really. I have a fun David Letterman story that involves my family. Oh, doesn't involve me, but it involves my family and David Letterman. Yes. Okay. Uh, I was uh, probably, let's see, my parents were still together, so I don't even think we had my little brother yet. So I was probably like, mm, let's call me seven, maybe six or seven years old, something like that. All right. And me, my dad, my mom, we go out to visit my uh, aunt out in California who lived out in uh, Temecula. So she's like, you know, 90 minutes outside of L.A. at the most, and that's with traffic. So she's pretty close to, like, downtown fucking, like, USC kind of shit. Okay. Uh, so we go out there to visit them. And for my dad to, like, kind of take my mom out on something, they go to a David Letterman ta- uh, taping. So, you know, I get, I stayed home with my aunt. You know, I probably fell asleep anyway. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they babysat for me so my dad could take uh, my mom to a David Letterman taping. One of the guests that day was uh, some kind of professional golfer. I don't remember who. And he was uh, using a pitching wedge and hitting donut holes into the crowd. <laughs> we re- recorded it. We probably don't have the tape anymore, which is a real bummer. He uh, was just, you know, like I said, he's hitting donut holes into the crowd with a wedge. My dad caught one of those donut holes with my mom's tits. <laughs> I'm not kidding. He grabbed her by the shoulders and, like, moved her. And the donut hole just went right down her tits. And the fucking cameraman just zooms in. And you just see my dad, like, pull it out and go, and then drop it right in his mouth, and everybody's sort of fucking laughing hysterically. Oh, God. I thought you were going to say he, like, caught it in his mouth or something. No, that's even better. He did afterwards. Yeah, well, after after yeah. he caught it in my mom's tits. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, there's a there's a slight um, uh, connection to me and David Letterman. Look at that. Hmm. If I ever get to meet him, I'm going to bring that story up for him. But, hey, man, do you remember that? There's this really trashy mid-Midwestern redheaded bra with big old titties. <laughs> And this fucking angry truck driver caught a donut hole with him. <laughs> yeah, he's like, oh, yeah, episode 384. Oh yeah, that was your dad? I'm like, yeah, I know, right? He's like, that makes a lot of sense. Uh-huh. Like, yeah, I know. <laughs> I got a lot of problems, David. They didn't make it, by the way. They got divorced. <laughs> they got divorced like four years after that. Shocker. <laughs> Oh, God, you almost made me spit up my beer. (laughs) (laughs) 
So yeah, and that is a 100% true story. I'm not just making shit up for the podcast. It's a great story. If you ever get my dad drunk at a bar and you ask him about that, he tells it hilariously because he's like, well, I was going to catch it, but it was going towards her, so I just grabbed her by the shoulders and moved her over. We caught her with her, with her titties. <laughs> <laughs> That's you? one of my new goals in life. I want to hear that story live from him. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Oh, he'll tell you anything. After about six beers, he's fine. He'll tell anybody anything they want to hear. It's amazing. And Sounds some, like I've got a new podcast host. Oh, fuck. He'd be way better at this yeah. than I am. Just don't bring up politics. It'll be a seven and a half hour episode. <laughs> my dad. That was for my dad. Okay. I'll keep it in then <laughs> so you can listen to it. I appreciate it. He's not listening to this. There's no fucking way. Does he even have a smartphone? Yes, he oh. does have a smartphone. Okay. Doesn't know how to use it. Also, um, would not care about anything that we talk about on this podcast and probably doesn't know how to download a podcast. So, oh, okay. Does he know what a podcast is? No. Okay. Because I remember explaining it to him at one point. Mm-hmm. And because uh, uh, I think we were out drinking. And I was like, yeah, I was like, I'm going to get home kind of early. I was like, I got to go. I was like, I got to go to work tomorrow. He's like, well, let's hang out tomorrow. I'm like, oh, I can't. Uh, me and my buddy Andrew have a podcast. We got to record tomorrow. He's like, what's that? And I tried to explain it to him. <laughs> and he's like, oh, so it's like a radio show on the internet. I'm like, not really, because there's no commercials that I'm not making money off. Yeah. And we're not live. <laughs> yeah, and there's nothing live about it. He's like, well, still, it's kind of similar. I'm like, it, technically, yes. Yeah. <clears throat> it has roots in that, yes. Really, it's just me talking shit into a microphone, and then I throw it on the internet. Mm-hmm. After I edit your coughs. Yeah, true. <laughs> So, what about you? You got any David Letterman stories? Or any kind of late night stories? Mm, not really. My mom and sister went to an Ellen show, but I don't think oh. anything happened with titties and donut holes. So. Oh. Why not? Those are like yeah. two of Ellen's favorite things. Well, I know. <laughs> <laughs> they got to see uh, Michelle Rodriguez was the special Ooh, guest that day. I find her very attractive. Maybe it's just me. I don't know that for sure. But she's always kind of got that peen going. You know what I mean? Yeah. She's got a bit of a smoldering look. She does. She looks like she'd like teach me something. Oh, she like, definitely. Oh would. shit! Like yeah. like you more, get done more than one thing probably. It looks like if you had sex with her, you'd, you'd be walking on the walls because she would use all of your up and down. I don't know what that means, but I'm just kind of. <laughs> I don't nodding. either. I just think it's funny. Mm-hmm. See, oh, for the audience out there, I'm nodding. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm gonna put bells in your fucking headphones so we can hear when you <laughs> shake your head. I think once we get like a nice three mic setup, we should pull her up on here. I think that'd be fun. Make her like a permanent staple of the show. You're gonna staple her. A easy show. Mm. Mm, maybe not. I don't know. We're we're gonna have to workshop that. We'll figure it out. It'll be fine. Coming soon. <laughs> we could be the easy A. Ooh, nice. It's a good movie. That's that's why they pay me the big bucks here. Yeah, that's that. That's what you earn. Well, see, once this becomes a and pop- you always put the woman first. Everybody knows that. Yes, obviously. Yeah. So a easy. Ouch. <laughs> Fucking line them up. Mm-hmm. You hit that like a donut hole into my mom's titty. <laughs> <laughs> hole in two. No, I think that that would be a good idea. And then, like, once this takes off and we have, like, a podcast network where mm-hmm. we all have, like, our own shows, I think it'll be fun. Yeah, because we're leaving you to do a book podcast. You know that. Already, yeah, exactly. So, yeah. See, I think it would be even funnier for you two to do a movie podcast, you and Emma, and then mm-hmm. you just explain to her what movies are, like, <laughs> really famous movies that she should have seen but never has. Mm-hmm. Like everything off that poster? Yes, yeah. pretty much. All but, like, eight 
Yeah, so the other 92, you can just mm. explain to her, and then she can tell us if she would think it would be a good movie or not, and then okay. she can watch the movie afterwards, and we'll find out if she was right. Hmm. And that's when I'll come in, is on the second episode. Okay, the follow-up. Mm-hmm. It's like a reverse of how did it get made. Yes, Where they exactly. do, like, <laughs> prep and everything for it, <laughs> and then they watch the movie. This way, we could just watch the movie, and then afterwards, like, okay, Zach. Mm-hmm. Here's some fun little trivia for you. Mm-hmm. This is from IMDb. Did you know that the main actor was allergic to shellfish? Oh, I thought there was going to be more to that. No, that was it. Oh, that okay. was a terrible bit. Mm-hmm. We should definitely cut that one. I yeah. apologize. Mm-hmm. See, that that right there? Yeah. That's why I'm, I'm America's failed comedian. Oh, that's true. But I am America's sweetheart, so Ooh, it makes up for look it. Look at the fucking beautiful, beautiful transition. It was. 20 minutes in. That's the longest we've gone, I think. Anyway, guys, thank you so much for joining in. We are back again on the A to Z show. You're welcome. We have, yeah, you are welcome, of course. We have now introduced ourselves after only only twenty minutes. Yeah, yeah that's a, that's honestly. I had actually completely forgotten until you set me up, and I was like, wait, I should do oh, my yeah, thing. Man. I fucking gave you a just a line drive right down the middle. Just yeah. here, here you go, Bubba. Get that one. I mean, anytime we need failed comedy, it just reach right out to you. So. I am. I am fantastic at failed. I am the Louis C.K. of failed comedy. You're going to show me your penis? I mean, I can. Oh, okay. Will it get me somewhere? Probably not. Oh, well, never mind. I mean, no further than my basement, which you already are at. So. <laughs> which you're already in. Now, put this blindfold on. <laughs> <laughs> uh, look at my laugh. Uh, I've, I've been noticing that. My laugh is a very distinctive uh, line, like, signature. Oh, yeah. You can just, like... Oh my god, you know what you could do? Your cough does too. Yeah. It's very easy to find the edit points for those. That's fair. I was going to say, you know what would be hilarious is just to take all of my laughs out of a podcast at one point. <laughs> Somber Zach. <laughs> it's just like, yes, and then I fucked her in the ass. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Anyway, so we are back again. And uh, you doing alright, buddy? How you doing today? Mm, I'm doing fair. Yeah. yeah, I don't know if I could go two weeks without drinking. I don't think I've ever done it. Like not since I turned fifteen. I don't think I've ever gone two weeks without <laughs> drinking. I'll be honest with you. Probably get the shakes. Start seeing mm-hmm. bugs crawling out of my fucking bed, and shit like that. I have had no more nightmares lately. So. You've right. had more nightmares? Yeah, than oh, normal. Okay. Yeah. Hmm. I've sleptwalked like three times this week already. Oh shit! Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. I forgot. You have, like, night terrors. I totally forgot about that. That's my bad. Yeah, no, no, that's cool. No, because you told me that before, but it was, like, months ago. I just totally fucking forgot. (laughs) Yeah, it's been happening since I was in high school, basically. Yeah. Well, I remember Zabel telling me about it whenever you two were, like, roommates. There's some pretty funny stories sometimes. I do some pretty wacky shit. I cannot think of a more horrifying roommate to have sleepwalking than you. Really? Because you're a fucking giant. And there's like, there's no way I'm going to stop him. Like, I'm just going to fucking lock myself in the bathroom and hope to God it goes away. I smash it down like Jack Nicholson from The Shining. It's just like that episode of uh, Archer, whenever he's got yeah. the, the Russian implant yeah. in his brain. He's yeah. Just... <laughs> I have to shoot you, man. It'd be terrifying. You sleepwalking, having night terrors? Yeah, mm-hmm. no, fuck that. I'm closing the door. <laughs> Out. See ya. You sleep in the car. Yeah. <laughs> I was almost tackled by my brother-in-law on vacation two years ago. Oh, really? Yeah. Because uh, it was on our way back from Florida. We had stopped. Well, we were coming back from, like, southern Florida. So we stopped it in, like, northern Florida because that's a fucking long state when Fuck you're yeah. driving it. So we stopped there for the night. It's America's dick. And... 
so we ended up having to share a bed and at some point I thought that there was a bug in the bed so I was freaking out because I thought there was and so I threw back the covers at that point he wakes up and like his foot touched my foot and then that made me like freak out again because I thought the bug <laughs> that was in the bed had touched me because it, but it was actually his foot right. so I literally jumped out of bed and like start running around the bed and we were on the upper loft of this like hotel room oh christ so he's like you were about to hit the stairs and like i was scared you were just gonna fall down the stairs so he like <laughs> half tackled me into the wall to keep me from walking down the stairs i'm not sure if i would have or not but yeah, you, you never, never know. know it's like a weird environment like that you know oh, yeah of course see i don't know i i never had sleep walking I did have sleep paralysis for a little bit when I was younger. Oh, see, that's, that sounds worse. That is a that real, sounds way more terrifying. Real fucking bummer. Because at least me, like after a few seconds, I'm like, okay, wait, no, that was just a dream. There's no, that's stupid. Mm. Just go back to sleep. Yeah, see, it's it's like the, I, I mean, I haven't had sleep paralysis in a long time, but like the last time that I had it, because uh, I've, I've I've probably had it happen to me like eight or nine times, mm-hmm. and after like the third time it happened, I was like 14 or something like that. I was like, I gotta look this up. This has got to mean something. So I started like googling shit and found out what sleep paralysis was, and after that it wasn't as scary because then it's just like I just kind of tell my brain I'm like okay this is a dream n- 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 like you're just asleep and your fucking brain's awake don't worry about it you're fine and then what you do usually is you'll start trying to wiggle your fingers because it's the easiest thing to move yeah and then once that starts moving you're kind of like your whole body starts to wake up okay because essentially what sleep paralysis is is that your brain wakes up but your body stays asleep oh okay yeah because like um. When you fall asleep, your brain releases like a paralytic in your brain, like in your body, to make sure your muscles don't move. So like whenever it's like what sleep, it's the opposite of, of sleepwalking basically, where mm-hmm. your body is awake but your brain mm-hmm. is still fucking dreaming. Mm-hmm. This, this like paralytic that your brain puts out is the reason why usually when you have a bad dream you don't get up and run out of the house okay. and shit like that. Maybe that's what's wrong with me. I'm yeah, not paralyzing exactly. myself yeah. enough. No, if yeah. if we put our brains together, they'd be totally functional. It'd be amazing. Boom. But uh. Yeah, like the first time it happened, I was probably like 13. I was probably younger than that, probably like 12. And uh, I just remember like, I woke up and I could not move my body, no matter what I did. I could move my eyes and that was it. Like, wow. could not move my arms, could not move my head, nothing like that. And then I couldn't uh, like talk either. Like, I tried screaming, that didn't work. And then like, started hallucinating where like the bedroom door opened up and I saw like like a hand coming around it and shit like that and that's when i started screaming mm-hmm. and then uh well, I, well that's when i tried to start screaming but it still didn't work and it took like five ten minutes which is like absolute terror of a 12 year old until i finally woke up and then Jeez. like it happened once it happened like two more times and that's when i started like googling like what the fuck is this basically and then you know that's when i found out what sleep paralysis was it was like oh that makes more sense and then mm-hmm. like after that it's never been a it's more of an inconvenience where, like, I just want to go back to sleep. But yeah. to do that, I have to wake my body back up first. So, <laughs> But, yeah, that's, that's kind of hilarious. We have, like, opposite yeah. uh, sleep problems. <laughs> yeah, I would say avoid both of those. I've never had sleepwalking. I've never had that problem. Okay. But, although, I think when I was eight years old, I did sleepwalk one time because I pissed in the middle of, or not in the middle, but in the corner of my bedroom. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. I remember doing that. I was like eight or nine years old, and I guess probably I was just lazy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> bathroom's right <laughs> over there. Just like rolled over the bed, like hey, yeah, <laughs> pissed right on my PlayStation One, and I had it running because I didn't have a chance. I couldn't find a save point in Final Fantasy Seven yet. So. Oh. 
God, this took a weird turn. We just hit like a shit ton of different topics. We, <laughs> we haven't even gotten to topics. Yeah, we literally have not gotten to topics yet. We introduced ourselves kind of. Yeah. And then uh, talked about late night shows and uh, sleep <laughs> issues. Yeah, yeah, sleep issues, I guess is the word for it. Which I don't even know how we got there, but. I don't either. Yeah. How the fuck did we get there? Not we'll sure. have to go back. Yeah, you you have to tell me whenever you edit this. Yeah. Tell me how we got here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to text you one word like, oh, chicken feet. <laughs> oh, that's how we got there. That makes sense. <laughs> You'll be like, Jimmy Fallon's big toe. I'm like, oh, oh. that makes it okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I think we're ready for some uh, topics. What do you mm-hmm. think? I do have a few. Yeah. yeah. Right. Excellent. I'm so happy. Just a few. <laughs> Jesus, fuck. <laughs> One of these days you're going to come in, it's just going to be like little tiny <laughs> pixels of like 87 tabs. I'll have to have two monitors just to get all the fucking tabs on it. <laughs> First thing I had was yesterday was the announcement for Samsung's new Galaxy devices. Mm-hmm. And they also announced that they've got what is essentially the first foldable phone. Oh, yeah. I saw a GIF of this on Reddit mm-hmm. a couple of days ago. So I just wanted to bring it up because, you know, this is obviously not super great. I mean, there are people that are going to buy it even though it's $2,000. Yeah. But uh, it's a good indicator that, you know, hey, we're going towards the cool f- future. We're, we're getting so close to, like, the cyberpunk future. Mm-hmm. I cannot wait to turn myself into RoboCop. Yeah. It's going to be amazing. It will be really fun. You know what was funny about this? Um, I saw the GIF for it, but somebody misspelled the title. It was like the new Galaxy Ford phone, and so I was just like, thought it was a joke. But <laughs> now I realize that it was real because <laughs> they yep. spelled fold wrong. <laughs> I was like, Galaxy Ford? I thought, I think that already existed. Yeah. I just wanted to bring it up. Yeah, no, that's cool, man. We're we're definitely moving towards like a dope ass cyberpunk future. Yeah, we're and, getting. Uh, I can't wait. I'm all in. Yeah, this is the inside of what the hinge looks like on the fold. What the fuck? Is that yeah. even real? Apparently, yeah. It looks like a robot dick. It opens smoothly and naturally like a book and closes flat and compact with a satisfying click. Good. To you achieve this, Samsung that. engineered a sophisticated hinge with multiple interlocking gears. And the system is housed in a hidden enclosure for a seamless and elegant look. Oh, we're getting so close to a dope-ass fucking cyberpunk future, and I'm so worried. I'm so ready. I'm going to have cybernetic eyes. I'm going to be like that dude from uh, fucking Ghost in the Shell. Ooh. It's going to be awesome. Because, like, as soon as we start getting badass, like, cybernetic implants, I'm first in line for that motherfucker. I'm like, yeah, give me them all. What is up? Let's do this. I want to be a fucking robot. You're already saving your money. Oh, yeah, dude. I can't wait. <laughs> I want to have to save my money, but like, just test it on me. I don't care. Like, well, fuck it. Who cares? Do it. Who gives a shit? It's like, yeah, no, this new robotic arm worked great. Every now and then, I accidentally smash a toddler's head. Other mm-hmm. than that, the thing works seamlessly. I mean, you know, you got to take the good with the bad. Uh, apparently, it's picking up on my self-conscious thoughts, <laughs> or <laughs> on my subconscious thoughts whenever I'm in a movie theater, and it won't shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> like a watermelon. <laughs> now, contrary to my usual theory of making you angry, I think I'm going to start off with some good news for you. Oh, boy. So, if you want to read through this article. This will be a new change. Title is, Jared Leto's Joker, follow-ups reportedly shelved. (sighs) There's that sigh of relief. Thank God. 
Anyway, so, fans of Jared Leto's portrayal of the Joker in Suicide Squad may be in for some disappointing news. Do those people exist? There's not people out there who actually I, I, like that's that, That's gotta right? be like a There's parody no headline. Yeah. Okay. As it appears, Leto's solo Joker film may no longer be happening. According to Forbes, Leto's Joker film has fallen by the wayside along with the Mad Love-type Joker and Harley Quinn film. Suicide Squad itself will reportedly move forward with a sort of soft reboot. Oof. We're doing a soft reboot two years after the fucking movie? Mm-hmm. I'm glad I'm not the only one who hated it. And Forbes reports Margot Robbie's Harley is not expected to return for the sequel. That's kind of a bummer. I thought she could have made a good Harley Quinn. Yeah. Uh, the Suicide Squad sequel is expected to have a new cast of characters and avoid direct tie-in to the first film's events, Forbes <laughs> reports. <laughs> We're just going to pretend like that movie doesn't exist. Yeah. Harley Quinn is not expected to return, and James Gunn's script, ooh, will be a new approach and rethinking of the property. I mean, fucking Gunn's directing it. We're good. We got nothing to worry about. Yeah. With Gunn on board as director, the film has plenty of room to bring a new flavor to the series and to the world of DC films as well. Reports of Leto's Joker film began to surface last year, with sources saying Leto would star in and produce the project. It's already a bad idea. Later on, a Joker origin film, which is already a bad idea, starring Joaquin Phoenix, a worse idea, and will include both Bruce Wayne and Alfred Pennyworth, was also announced, which wrapped filming late last year. What do you fucking do? (laughs) (laughs) No, I mean, like, first off, I'm really happy that James Gunn is apparently writing the script for the soft reboot of Suicide Squad. And directing. Well, that's the movie he made when he made the first Guardians. That's essentially what Guardians of the Galaxy is. It's Suicide Squad. That's yeah. a bunch of like, kind of like rogues who are sort of, maybe the criminals, maybe they're good guys. Uh, they can do a little bit of both, and then we'll, you know. And I mean, and the first Suicide Squad tried to rip off James Gunn anyway mm-hmm. when like they tried to do like all the music and shit, and, like the fun little intros and stuff. So yeah. Now they're just gonna hand it over to the guy who can actually do it mm-hmm. and, and pray like, to God. No can, thanks. Yeah. <laughs> and pray to God he can do it well. He's like, yeah, no, I'll do it, but that first movie doesn't get to exist. And they're like, done. Yeah. You got it, pal. I love that line. We're just going to avoid direct tie-ins to the first film's <laughs> events. Because nobody even knows what the fuck happened anyway. There's no story there. Not 100%. <laughs> I, I do have to uh, laugh. I was watching uh, some different um, movie reviewers on YouTube. I think it was Red Letter Media I was going through. I was listening to those guys. Mm. And um, <laughs> yeah. I watched their Suicide Squad review because I missed a lot of the Suicide Squad reviews because I was trying to, like, not get uh, spoiled by it because I wanted to watch it on my own and see what I thought. Make your own opinion, yeah. And it took me three times in, like, eight months to finally get there, but still. Um, one of the guys... <laughs> one of the guys made the same joke I made, which is where, like, Enchantress snaps the fucking... Uh, <laughs> The, the vase immediately and he yeah. was like what kind of fucking archaeologist is she that she's just gonna break a priceless artifact immediately yeah. and then like somebody else was like maybe she skipped that day in class for archaeology where you're where they tell you not to break the priceless artifacts that you find <laughs> so I was glad I, I wasn't the only one who that stuck out to them because that stuck out to me so hard in that where I'm like can you imagine watching an Indiana Jones movie <laughs> like Indiana Jones is like found it <laughs> there we go <laughs> I still think, I mean, this might be a good little soft reboot with James Gunn going and everything. Mm-hmm. I still feel like you should go show instead of movie for Suicide Squad. It's kind of an ensemble piece. Yeah. Yes, it worked for the Guardians of the Galaxy. And granted, that's exactly what they're trying to do with this soft reboot. But you can't just make the Guardians of the Galaxy. We, 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 we've had two of those movies. 
You can't just make another one now. You got to do something different. I feel like TV show is better, but not on like. You have more cable. time to build the characters and everything. Yeah. Yeah. Like, well, let us get to maybe know on these something people. like a DC Universe. Yeah. Jumping over to the uh, other movie news. Thor's Chris Hemsworth is going to play Hulk Hogan in a biopic from the Joker director Todd Phillips. I heard about this. I'm super <laughs> excited for it just because I want to watch Chris Hemsworth play Hulk Hogan. Yeah. How nuts is that going to be? It's going to be fucking hilarious. You basically just make him get a little bit more jacked and grow his hair back out, and then we're fucking there. Yeah. Which Hulk Hogan are we going to do? Are we going to do like Hollywood Hulk Hogan? Or are we going to be. Yeah. Is yeah. he going to be a face or a heel? Which one is he going to be at this point? Or are we going to go through all of it? Apparently, it's going to focus on his rise to fame, and it'll be similar to an origin story. Didn't him and uh, Macho Man have like a big thing going for a while? Yeah, they yeah. had a pretty huge feud. Who's going to play Macho Man Randy Savage in this movie? Mm-hmm. That's what I want to know. I hope it's Hugh Jackman. Really? Yeah, why not? be hilarious. You make Thor and Wolverine fight. <laughs> <laughs> okay, now I'm in. Yeah, see? Yeah. There you go. That's my elevator pitch. I knew it'd win you over. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that should be fun. Chris yeah. Hemsworth. Oh. Bradley Cooper is attached as a producer on this, apparently, too. Did you see that yeah. in the little uh, byline there? Mm-hmm. Nice. When do we get to a sex date? Apparently, they're not going to use it. <sighs> Bummer. Yeah, the film will not focus on recent events in his life. He has one of the least sexy lines in a sex tape ever. Did you watch a sex tape at all when it first came out? Because mm-hmm. I totally did. <laughs> and it was hilarious. And he has one of the least sexy lines ever, where he's just like, Oh, should have had that sushi, brother. I guess he was just doing like fish farts while they're just banging this guy's wife. <laughs> Why not? No, I'm actually. I'm. This might be kind of a good movie. Yeah, we'll see. I like the idea of Chris Hemsworth playing Hulk Hogan, though. I think that's kind of fun. Let's keep some good news going here for you. The Pirates of the Caribbean reboot has lost the Deadpool writers. Good. They don't deserve them. How dare they? Yeah. According to Deadline, Rhett Reese and Paul Wernick, who were the writing duo that were responsible for Deadpool and Deadpool 2, have left the project of Pirates of the Caribbean 6, which was reportedly set to function as a relaunch of the series. So they say what? that... How many times are you going <coughs> to relaunch it? I mean, motherfucker... It is a... Well, I mean, this one would be the first actual for full relaunch. I know, but you've had They've five had of them. them. You've so had far. five of them. It's a, it's a fucking movie based off a of goddamn boat ride in goddamn Disneyland. Like... You've had enough. What are you mm-hmm. going to relaunch it to? Is it going to be the modern times? Are they all going to be fucking African pirates? What's mm-hmm. the goddamn plan? That's the thing. Like, everybody loves Jack Sparrow. Like, if you're doing this without depth, it was gonna. it's basically doomed to fail before they even started anything. Yeah. But yeah, I thought it was pretty funny because uh, the reason they left is because they also wrote the original Zombieland, and they're set to return to that sequel, which did it. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Just got announced as uh, coming into theaters this year. <laughs> Hell yeah. That'll be fun. Mm-hmm. I, I I love the first Zombie Land. That was a great movie. It was fun. Yeah, of course it was fun. That's what I that's what I look for in a movie. I would prefer it to be fun and enjoyable. And fucking give. You it might a, be disappointed on Saturday then. Oh, I, I'm gonna fucking hate that because I hate Oscar movies. You know that. <laughs> I do. Just for everybody to know, the, so we're not just talking to ourselves oh, yeah. here. We have a uh, Oscar party we're doing Saturday. Uh, where Varvel has graciously invited us and a lot of yeah. other friends over, and we're going to watch. Is it all the Best Picture nominees? Is that just the... four of them? Yeah. Okay, four of the Best Picture nominees we're going to mm-hmm. watch. So, I'm going to probably hate all of them. I think you'll like at least two of them. You think so? Yeah. Well, I know you'll like one, and then there's another one that you, you probably really will like. 
I think. Yeah. I just, I don't usually like Oscar movies. Yeah. Because they're usually Oscar bait. Right. Like, like I tell them to go fuck but, themselves. I mean, that's the thing this year. The, the, the best picture Oscar is like completely up for grabs. Nobody really knows okay. what way anybody's leaning. Right. It's on. one of the, the wildest years in Britain. There was nothing Close to two about decades. a lesbian, black, uh, disabled woman who fought AIDS and saved the human race. Not yet. No that, that's like later that this year, so it'll be at next year's Oscars. That'll be next year's best mm-hmm. picture right there. Yeah. So there you go. <laughs> By the way, one of those movies we're watching, Black Klansman, mm-hmm. um, if that movie turns out to be an hour and a long, an hour and a half long version of the Dave Chappelle sketch of the black blind guy who was the like leader of the KKK, I will shit my pants and kill myself because nothing else will ever be better than that moment. <laughs> <laughs> it's not quite that good, but it is a pretty good movie. Okay. Yeah. I think that's the one I'm pretty sure you're going to like. All right. And then I haven't actually seen Star is Born yet myself, so that'll be a first I, for I me. I keep hearing that's supposed to be good. That's the one that Emma's all super excited about because yeah. you got Bradley Cooper and Lady Gaga in it, so yeah. she's fucking going nuts balls over that. And then I've got Green Book lined up for us, which... A lot of people like, and I enjoyed it, but then there was some controversy afterwards that the the guy who wrote the screenplay for the movie mm-hmm. is the son of the, do you know anything about Green Book? No. Okay, uh, Vigo Mortensen okay. plays the lead character. Vigio Morgenstein. <laughs> right. How could I forget? <laughs> so he's basically hired to drive Mahershala Ali who was Cottonmouth and Luke Cage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, He's driving him around the South because he's like a piano player that wants to tour the South back in the 60s mm-hmm. during segregation. Okay. And that's what the Green Book is. It's a little book that they handed out to, like, travelers to show them where they could go to stay if they were an African-American in the South. Oh. Because so it was, like, whites only. And, That'll yeah, be fun. Yeah. That'll be a lot but, of I mean, be a really good time we should yeah. all have a lot of fun but they together. go through and they have like a, a bonding experience and you know it's all kind of happy by the end but then mm-hmm. apparently so it was written by the Viggo Mortensen's character's son mm-hmm. and they uh they've come out saying now that the people from Mahershala Ali's character's family are like no none of that was actually true he actually oh, he actually fired the driver and like they weren't friends and th- this isn't a feel good story like you didn't even do any of the research you just listened to what your dad told you ouch so yeah. he was saying the n word a lot so. <laughs> <laughs> so i mean that makes it a little more awkward it's hard to like get behind it too much but it is still a good movie like just kind of look at it more as a fiction movie than a real life well, it's it, a it movie, does. It so does do the yeah based easy, on. It's yeah. easy to do because exactly it's a movie, that, that's so the I other know, thing too. Like I don't know why people really freaked out so much about it. Like they're yeah. giving they're making like a huge deal out of it. Yeah, did and you it's know that directed by one of the Farrelly brothers, Peter Farrelly? Oh, okay, nice. So, <laughs> did you know that Keanu Reeves can't actually stop bullets with his hands? What? Right, fucking fake ass movie. You just listen to what your dad was telling you about Keanu Reeves. <laughs> <laughs> How did he get nominated? All right. We'll see what happens, I guess. Yeah. Oh, by the way, I forgot to ask. Am I allowed to make fun of these movies while we're watching them? Or? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. For okay, sure, good, because yeah. that is going to happen. Yeah. I just wanted to make sure. Yeah. Ooh. So some other good news. The Batman and Ninja Turtles animated movie crossover is on the way. I am in. Based on the 2016 comic miniseries. Did you read any of those? I read a little bit. I didn't get to finish it, sadly. Okay. But I, I did read. I know I read the first one. It was fucking awesome. Oh, yeah. It's a very good series. So in that one, the Ninja Turtles are fighting against Shredder, obviously, and Batman mm-hmm. comes in to New York City. Right. And help him help take out. down. Yeah. Because he's Batman. And then later on, I hope they do a movie of the sequel series, too, because the next year, 
2017, they did the flip side. The Turtles came to Gotham City and helped Batman defeat Bane. Hell yeah. That one was really fun, too. That would be fun. Ooh, that would be a fun... T- did they tie in that, like, the ooze was uh, Venom? Yep. I knew it. I'm mm-hmm. fucking so good at this. I don't even need to read comic books anymore. I just <laughs> know it. But yeah, this will be a fun movie. Uh, apparently, Troy Baker is going to be both Joker and Batman. You gotta love Troy Baker. I didn't know if you'd recognize anybody else. You do a lot of... Uh, I saw Tara Strong. I mm-hmm. recognize her. Okay. Ooh, Carlos Ellis Rocky. Yeah, he was in Rio 911. Mm. He... He's really good. He okay. was also um, the uh, voice of the Taco Bell dog. Oh, really? Yeah. Yaquito Taco Bell. That was him. <laughs> that was Carlos Alice Rocky. Nice. It's pretty funny. Uh, let's see. Who else we got here? John DiMaggio. Nice. That's uh, Bender. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Oh. Oh, Tara Strong is doing Harley Quinn and Poison Ivy. Damn. Good for her. She's just going to be talking to herself. <laughs> I don't recognize any of the turtles, so sadly. Hmm. So, okay. yeah, but yeah, no, there's some fucking good good talent there. Mm-hmm. I already like the artwork too. I'm kind of digging that, like the little stills they got there. Yeah, yeah, the animation style looks pretty neat. Not not to make you angry, I didn't want to like stoke the fire. Obviously, you know this is a long way off. We we don't even know anything about it. Don't even know the name of the movie. But Star Wars Episode Nine has finished filming. I don't care. And J.J. Uh, Abrams posted a set photo. Oh, boy. You get to say goodbye to Ray, Finn, and Poe. Oh, they actually filmed something on a set for these? Mm-hmm. Oh, no yeah. shit. Wow. Yeah, there's no green, green screen. amazing. There. That is so cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, all three of them just hanging out. Yeah. Uh, throwing everything we like about Star Wars into the wind and yeah. making whatever the fuck they wanted to make. Yeah, yep. no, it should be a lot of fun. Okay, yeah. See you in December. Yeah, Maybe. Probably see that movie when it comes out on Netflix. <laughs> I have. Well, just, it'll be Disney Plus by that point. Yeah, whatever. It doesn't matter. I probably still won't watch it. Like I just, I don't have any urge to watch Star Wars anymore, man. Like I love Star Wars. I've always been a big fan of Star Wars. Yeah, you have. And it's just like, first off, they got rid of all of my favorite canon. They got rid of the old Republic. None, none of that is canon anymore, which made me angry. Well, yet. Okay, it, yeah. It could they come might back. fucking yeah. blah, blah, blah. Nobody cares. Jerk my dick. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we had the prequels, which nowadays look pretty good. Like I, th- Those are far more entertaining than the, the other two that we've gotten. <laughs> um. But even with the prequels, that kind of like made me realize something is that George Lucas doesn't get why Star Wars is good. Yeah, he he has no idea why people like Star Wars. And then we've had this one with the the Force Awakens and the Last Jedi, and it's just I mean, has anyone really liked these movies? I mean, honestly, I'm not gonna sit here and act like a guy on YouTube and be like, "This is the worst movie ever." They destroyed my childhood. I want to fucking stab myself in the kidney. <laughs> like they're just they're so fucking boring, man. They're incredibly boring films, and nothing has happened the entire time. Nothing that anyone has done in those movies has meant a thing yet. Which it's just like you know if they want to do the whole like let's pass off the torch, not have the uh, the original characters in there, then fucking have the balls to do that. But you didn't. You wanted to have it both ways. You weren't even to... bringing Leia back in this one. Exactly. Even though she died. Yeah, we're we're gonna watch fucking CGI Leia. Well, no, they said they're using extra footage that they had from Episode Seven that they didn't use. It's before. gonna be all just the her scene from Episode Four, uh, <laughs> A New Hope, when she's talking to Obi Wan <laughs> into R two D two. That's just all yeah. of her scenes. Uh, I don't know, man. It's just it's one of those things where 
I think what pisses me off the most about the Star Wars movies is that at first it seemed like they wanted just to completely pass the torch, get rid of all the old characters, and make their own story, which mm. I honestly would have been fine with. Yeah. Most epic tales do that with their characters. Yeah, just like go off and give us something else. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, fucking, you look at the Lord of the Rings. What's the first one? The Hobbit? Mm-hmm. Who's the main character in that? Bilbo? Yeah. How long is he in the Lord of the Rings? 20 minutes, maybe? Yeah, exactly. So you can make new characters. I mean, granted, there's some other guys who come back and stuff, but they're all just coming back. But we have all new characters that we're working with this whole time. Right. But it's like this one, like, at first, it's like they, they were talking about, like, this totally new story. It's going to just be its own thing. We're passing the torch on. We're going to give Star Wars to a new generation. And then, like, they also decided to give as much fan service as they could at the same time. And then also didn't want anybody to understand what they were doing. And, like, they wanted to, like, uh, change your fucking brain and you, where you didn't know what they were going to think. <laughs> so it's like, have the fucking balls to make a decision. Because instead they went right in the fucking, right down the middle of the road and just hit every goddamn barrier that they could. Like, none of it makes sense, man. It's just, it's stupid. It's fucking empty. You treat the old characters that we care about like shit. You never build the new characters whatsoever to make us care about them. So mm-hmm. like we're you're you're sat there watching these movies and you're like, why do I give a fuck? Yeah. That's my main question for uh, the Force Awakens and the Last Jedi. It's just mm-hmm. like, why would I give a fuck about any of this? I thought we had won. Why why the fuck is it all of a sudden the exact same movie? <laughs> this makes zero goddamn sense. And the part that really kind of hurts me the most. Like- the reason I love Star Wars is because I could watch Star Wars over and over and over and over and over again. I've never gone back to watch Force Awakens or Last Jedi. I saw them both in theaters and I haven't seen them since. I have don't really have much a desire to. I have watched them more than once, but that's yeah. just because they were on Netflix and I wanted something in the background while I was playing on my phone. Okay. And I was just like, that's something I've seen. It's something that I'm not going to care about and I can read this book on my phone. So, I mean, it's just... You just have to have noise. Pretty much, yeah. I just, I prefer to have noise in the background. And mm. that's pretty much what these Star Wars movies are. It's yeah. just noise. They mean nothing. They've built none of the characters. They've ruined the old characters that were already established. And then mm-hmm. all of it can basically go second dick. Like, I, I... It has kind of just taken my love of Star Wars away. I don't think I like Star Wars anymore, man. <laughs> it's sad. I love Star Wars, but maybe not. Maybe Star Wars is going to get the Terminator treatment. It's just the ones that I like. Those are the only ones that exist. So yeah. I'm not going to talk about the rest of them. Right, well, with the next article, we're going to do a little transition. And I'm going to give my childhood a hug. Okay. So as a child of the 80s, I think I'm probably biased, but I think we had the best cartoons and action figures based on those cartoons. You had good action figures, yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the, this this Batman one Batman the animated series was the nineties, so you did not have the best cartoons. Sorry, buddy. You didn't even let me click over to the article first. I don't care. Okay. You're well, anyway, talk shit on Batman the animated series. We're going to talk. I didn't talk shit on it. And it sounded like you were. Hmm. <laughs> so Ooh. they're mashing up Transformers and Ghostbusters oh, fuck for yeah. a Hasbro toy of an Ecto One that transforms into a Ghostbuster. <laughs> Haven't they done this before? I feel like there was a transforming Ecto One at some point. Maybe it so. wasn't a Transformer, but I feel like that was something. Hmm. Maybe I'm just high. I don't know. It could be. But it looks really sweet. Fuck yeah, man. That looks awesome. I love it. It comes with a little Slimer character. Aw, look at that. And then there it is with the actual car. Like, that's Hell pretty detailed. Yeah. Fuck yeah, man. That looks awesome. I might have to buy one of these. That's fucking dope. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. With you being a big uh, Ghostbusters fan, or um, 
Transformers fan, did you hear about uh, the new cartoon that's being made? No. Yeah, there's a new, like, it's like a War of Cybertron or something like that. The producers are Rooster Teeth. Oh, really? Yeah, the people who did, like, Red vs. Blue and all the other shit that I like. Nice. Yeah, it's for Netflix, and Rooster Teeth is signed on to, like, produce it. So, yeah, there should, yeah, there should be a new uh, Transformer shit coming out here soon. Sweet. Yeah, look at that. Ecto-1 Transformer? Who who the fuck doesn't want that? That's yeah. awesome. I'm, I'm going to have to buy one. Do you, you know what I feel bad for? No. All the kids who want, who want this uh, mm. toy? Because yeah. they're not going to get it. It's going to be a bunch of like fucking 40-year-old dudes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> just like, get out of my way. Yeah. I want four. Give me my two. I, I, I got to have them all. They're in the box. Mint condition. <laughs> <laughs> Switching over to some comic news. Batman's going to face a zombie outbreak in what they're calling deceased. Oh, DC DCEased. Okay. Get, get it? it? Yeah, that's pretty funny. So apparently this is being uh, written, I think. Yeah, by the guy that did uh, Injustice. Okay. Right so on. That's got a lot of people talking because apparently it was pretty popular. I mean, we've already done a zombie tale in the DC universe. Mm-hmm. Granted, Batman was not a part of it yet because he was in the past. Right. But this one's only like a six issue limited series, so it's probably not it is, like because Batman's not here gonna the whole in, time. It's yeah. not going to take that long. <laughs> That's the only reason the the Blackest Night lasted as long was because Batman was not there. Yeah, had Batman been there, it would have been like two days, and he'd be like, "I got this. Don't worry about it. Everybody else, go home. Leave me alone." So since it's only a limited series, the story will take place outside of the main DC continuity, which nice. will give it free reign to do whatever it wants, including rack up a high body count. I always kind of enjoy it when they do that. Yeah. When they're just like, fuck it, this ain't in continuity, I'm going to kill off whoever the fuck I want. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if you want to go ahead and read the description there. Oh, of course. Sounds pretty cool. Deceased kicks off when, thanks to Darkseid, oh, always, a techno-organic virus infects the world's networks and spreads to some 600 million people through anything with a screen. Oh, it's kind of like Cell, mm-hmm. that uh, one Stephen King book. Those affected try to remove the virus from their minds by scratching and ripping at their own flesh. I already, I'm kind of fucking into this already. But once the virus takes hold, they essentially become a rage zombie. Oh, that's a bummer. Of course, we know that Batman has a plan in place for virtually every disaster you could imagine. Not virtually. Every. But this pandemic might be more than even the Dark Knight could ever prepare for. Close this. I'm done reading this already. (laughs) Okay, here we go. Batman is definitely usually ready for anything, and this is no different, but Batman's greatest asset after his friends and family is his mind. Taylor teased, without wanting to spoil too much, our virus affects the mind. Ooh, can can Batman fight something that's part of him? Or will Bat-God be revealed to be as mortal as the rest of us? Mm. Well, here's where I come in with the nerd continuity. Batman has already fought several enemies that were technically part of him. Mm -hmm. So, um, like, uh... Uh, the Sandman. Do you remember him? Like who would like get into your dreams and make you do whatever he wanted to do? Mm. Batman won that by uh, he heard a catchy jingle on the radio and just had that play in his brain constantly. And then the guy was like, "What is that song?" And he's like, "It's what's keeping you out of my brain." And then he fucking beats him up. Uh, let's see who else tried to get in Batman's head. Uh, the space parasites that infected. This is this this artwork's looking great, but I gotta mm. defend Batman here. Those space parasites that uh, infected Superman and Wonder Woman and gave everybody their perfect uh, world. Batman broke free from that because he let his parents get shot in the alley. Uh, let's see, who else tried to get in Batman's brain? Darkseid tried 
and then had to end up sending him to the fucking past because he couldn't figure it out. And even that didn't fucking work. Ooh, that <laughs> one's fucking dope. That is a fun that one's alternate real, cover. I would fucking put that in a poster. Yeah. That one's dope. There is it, It's essentially the It um, uh, movie poster mm-hmm. with the Joker holding a red balloon and Robin on his knees in front of him. It is fucking amazing. I yeah. love it so much. I would totally buy that. With the okay. tagline of you'll die too instead of you'll float too. Yeah, I love it. Now, is that supposed to be like zombie Batman or something? Mm-hmm. That'll be one of his, like, that's that's his vision or something like that. It's not going to happen. I don't know. It's Batman. I don't know. No. No one is safe. He's won shit like this before. It ain't going to mean anything. Sorry to get all Batman nerd continuity on you, <laughs> but I've seen him win this shit before. First issue drops on a free comic book day, so Excellent. all the crowds are going to be in there. Oh, hell yeah. This, this should sell pretty big, I bet. I hope so. That'll be beautiful. It'll be a lot of fun. Looking forward. Yeah. Speaking of free days, we also you know free comic book day is always the first Saturday in May. Apparently always. there's also something called free RPG day. Really? For tabletop RPGs. Okay. And that'll be your first chance to look at the Witcher tabletop RPG. Ooh. It's getting a free easy mode in June. Okay. So this will be a free version of the game. It will consist of a 24-page booklet containing a condensed version of the interlock rule system. I don't need that. I got it already. Pre-generated characters and a ready-to-run adventure path for whomever your group opts to GM. Apparently they had an excellent time playtesting the full version of the game with the creator and highly recommend you check out this free trial if you're interested in tabletop RPGs. Oh, I'm so ready. I'm going to have to buy the full version when it comes out. I think I'm going to have to DM for that. Yeah. I think so. Or GM, I guess, technically it would yeah. be. I think I'm going to GM for DM that. DM is a trademark for Dungeons & Dragons. So okay, fair. They use Game Master GM for any other game. All right, so I guess I'll... I think I'm going to have to GM for that for our group. You might have to, because otherwise you're just going to argue with all of us anyway. That is also true. Yeah. At least this way, when I argue with you, I still have the powers of God, and I can just wipe you out when I feel like That's it. That's not what a witcher would do. <laughs> Wrong! <laughs> Try again. Go ahead and pour one out, my friend. Yeah, I saw this well, one. I figured you did, but we had to bring it up. Netflix has canceled The Punisher and Jessica Jones. The Jessica Jones Season 3 will still air. And apparently it was actually wrapped up because they knew they were going to be canceled. So mm-hmm. at least there's that. One of the series will at least have an actual ending. Right. I mean, the the, the other ones are going to get picked up, right? Yeah. Some, somebody's got to pick those up. I would hope so, but I don't know. You would think you'd hear something by now. I mean, they were just, they were so popular, man. I just don't know who would say no to it. Yeah. Shit, that sucks, though. I don't want to make it easier to catch up now. That, mm-hmm. uh, they're all done. Right. <laughs> oh, I didn't realize that was on there. So that was actually my next story, was on Twitter. They uh, tweeted out uh, an Instagram link to John Berthold's account, thanking everybody. Uh, I thought it was just a really cool message if you want to read that. Okay, yeah, let's see this here. This is from John Bernthal. This is his actual account from Instagram. He's got the little blue check mark. Mm-hmm. Uh, he says, To all who have served, all who know loss, all who love and understand Frank and his pain, it has been an honor to walk in his boots. I am endlessly grateful to the comic fans and the men and women of the armed services and law enforcement community who Frank means so much to. Thank you to the USMC and all the wonderful soldiers who train me. Go hard, be safe. Motherfucker, <laughs> man. 
Tell me that that doesn't make you feel something oh, yeah. in your yeah. chest. Yep, goosebumpy. He was a fucking perfect Punisher. Too. He I really loved, was. I like, loved what he did with that, and I loved what they did with the story, making him like a PTSD survivor. Yeah, you know, like, where but, he like he's like dealing with shit exactly. Yeah, like I mean, like that 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 scene on the roof when he's talking to fucking Daredevil. Mm-hmm. You know what that scene is, don't you? That's Rambo. That's Rambo first first blood. Whenever he's sitting there in like the thing when he's talking to the colonel, he's like, you know, mm-hmm. he's gonna get caught. We were gonna cruise. That is the exact same fucking. You turned scene. me into this. Yes, yeah. I fucking love that shit too. Mm-hmm. That's so good. And wait, wait for John Barenthal to push that up. That's awesome, though, man. I've, yeah. I, I've always loved the Punisher. He's just such a fun character, man. Mm-hmm. He's just—he's he, one of those guys where you're like, you watch all the other heroes. Like, I watch Batman, and like, I respect what his moral compass is and how he refuses to kill, and I like that that brings to the character. Yeah. But then you put yourself in, your, in their shoes, and you're like, oh yeah, no, I'm the Punisher for sure. <laughs> Everyone fucking dies. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's how that ends right now. Yeah. It's funny that John Barenthal is calling out the USMC because that's who he trained with under the Pacific, the little series he did with HBO. About the Pacific Theater in World War Two after Band of Brothers got big, because mm-hmm. he was a, he, he was in that show too, and oh, he really? trained with the USMC for that as well. Okay, nice. Yeah, I haven't seen that one. I've seen Band of Brothers, but I haven't seen Pacific. Pacific's really good. Yeah, All right. I might check it out sometime. Is it? It's probably streaming on HBO, I mm-hmm. imagine. Oh yeah, yeah. Because I I pulled it up on my Amazon before and watched it like about a year ago. Okay. So. Speaking of other things, we both need to watch. Yeah. <laughs> yes. The Haunting of Hill House, which. Everybody oh, really loved. It's uh, getting a second season. I keep hearing nothing but good things about the show. I feel yeah. shitty for not watching it when it first came out. But we had so much other shit going oh, no. on. I'm so oh, sorry, guys. Yeah. But uh, season two sounds pretty cool. Uh, it's going to be, looks like an anthology series because this is going to be Smart. a completely different house. They're going to be uh, it's titled The Haunting of Bly Manor. And it's going to be based off Henry James's gothic horror novella. From 1898, the turn of the screw. Hell yeah. Which his story takes place largely at an old mansion and has been adapted numerous times across media platforms, including film, radio, and television. Excellent. I love it. We're going to have to watch the fucking first season of this. Yeah. That might be one we should watch together. Maybe we should all get together and watch that stuff. I think so. Because we both like Mike Flanagan, so it's got to be. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. It'll be, I mean, if we watch it down here, we're going to have all the lights on. Otherwise, Emma's going to fucking freak out. Yeah. Or we'll just leave her at home. <laughs> She's got her headphones in. She can't hear a fucking yeah. word I'm saying right now. No, <laughs> <laughs> no. You ruined the bit. Thanks, babe. Cut it. Cut that bit. Cut that bit. Cut that bitch. Oh. Right in her face. Make you so not pretty anymore. You're not in the topics this week. You sit over there and be quiet. You be quiet. You be quiet. <laughs> this ain't no Valentine's Day. Yeah. Hot in Hell House. That's what's up. Yeah, we're, we're going to check that out soon. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, as want... tradition goes. Oh, yeah. Well, this is one of getting our towards fa- the end of the month. One of our famous bits here. I think so, yeah. <laughs> so we've got uh, items that are going to be leaving Netflix next month in March, and then what's coming new to Netflix. All right, let's do so it. This let's is this is your last chance to catch some of these. Uh, some pretty good ones, actually, this month. Oh, yeah. We're going to go through the, the leaving first here. So yep. leaving on the first, you've got Ghostbusters and Ghostbusters 2 on there. Mm-hmm. Do yourselves all a favor and watch those again. I assume if you listen to this podcast, you've seen the Ghostbusters movies. I would hope, yeah. But you know what? It, it never hurts to watch them again. Yeah. They're just so much fun movies. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bruce Almighty is also leaving, which is actually not a terrible flick. It's yeah. actually it's kind of fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, Pearl Harbor, that movie's terrible. Yeah, Hostage, I liked Hostage. Hostage was okay. I didn't hate it. Yeah, 
It's a fun little Bruce Willis flick. Yeah, that's yeah. fair. And then for for the ladies, uh, the Breakfast Club is going to be leaving on mm-hmm. the first, so yeah. make sure to get out there and watch that. <gasps> the Little Rascals. I love that movie. Did you? Oh, yeah. That was my shit, dog. Uh, so leaving on the second, we've got uh, Law & Order SVU, the 18th year. <laughs> oh, shit, man. Yeah. Well, what are we going to do without the 18th year of SVU? <laughs> right. Uh, then we've got Drop Dead Divas, season one through six, is leaving on the third. Which I would imagine that's got to be the whole run of that. I don't even know what that is. Okay. So, And then on the fourth, we're going to lose Pirates of the Caribbean at World's End. So make sure to run in there and watch yeah. them beat mm-hmm. that dead horse real quick. Right. Was that the second or the third one? I don't even remember. I have no fucking clue, and I don't want to know. <laughs> <laughs> then on the fifth, we're going to lose Newsies, the Broadway musical, which is not a bad musical. Really? I've seen the stage production. It's not bad. Uh, Coming on, back to Adam Sandler. Yeah, going back to Adam Sandler. On the 8th, we're going to lose Click, which, not a bad flick. There is really? some heartfelt moments oh, in there. there really? That moment with his dad, whenever he sees his dad for the last oh, time. Oh, well, you and the dad strings again. Yeah. So. That, and it's Henry Winkler. And I mean, uh, come on. He's just such a doll. I didn't actually remember that. The only thing I remember about that movie was him beating the shit out of Hasselhoff as that his boss. That was pretty funny, too, yeah. yeah. But no, he like goes back because like, the thing keeps auto-skipping or whatever. And so he finds out his dad's dead, so he, like, rewinds to the last time he saw his dad alive, and he, like, just ignored his dad completely, and his dad was Henry Winkler. Yeah. And as he's walking out, like, his Henry Winkler starts crying, because, like, his son won't talk to him and stuff like that. It was, uh, that part was kind of touching. Okay. But, you know, what are you going to do? Oh, this will make Emma mad. If I need a good cry before the 8th, I'll check it out. This will make Emma mad. On it the will. 16th, we're losing Baby Mama on Netflix, babe. Baby Mama, actually a pretty good movie. Really? Oh, yeah, with a Tina Fey. Yeah, Tina Fey and Amy Poehler and okay. uh, Dax Shepard. <laughs> okay. Yeah, it's actually kind of a fun movie. Like Tina Fey is like this like famous, uh, or not famous, just like a very successful businesswoman who can't get pregnant, but she really wants a baby. So she pays Amy Poehler to be her like surrogate mother, and it's like kind of like it's like a buddy comedy, but mm. it's two chicks instead. It's it's actually it's pretty fun. It's okay. Tina Fey and Amy Poehler, and those two women are fucking hilarious. I so. can't deny that. I might check that out then. Yeah, it's actually pretty good. Right. If if you you got time before the sixteenth, and you got like an hour and a half, two hours to kill, yeah. throw it on there. I think you'll like it. Right. Uh, no, we're also losing role models. Role that models. Day. I kind of like that movie. I do too. It's, it's kind of funny. It's a bit of a guilty pleasure. It's it's, it's kind of a funny movie. Uh, Disney's Beauty and the Beast is leaving on the 18th. That is the live version, so it doesn't matter because okay. that movie sucks. The animated version is good. The live nominated version. for Best Picture. Really? Yep. Ugh. The first animated movie to be nominated for Best Picture. Oh, I thought we were talking about the live action. No, 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 the animated Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, no, of course. The animated one's amazing. That movie fucking rules. Okay, I got totally... I'm, huh. I'm, <laughs> I'm sorry to like, ugh, and in everybody's ear there. I apologize. That was... I was getting angry for no reason, and I apologize. Yeah. I'm trying to keep this podcast going. <laughs> and then we're going to lose Party of Five, season one through six, on the 31st of March, mm-hmm. which, um, I don't know, that's more your style. That was around when you were alive. Yeah, it was a teen comedy so. whenever I was about that age also. So yeah. there you go. What did you think of Party of Five? Uh, I didn't actually watch it, but I know a lot of people <laughs> did. So. And then we're also going to lose the real Ghostbusters, season one through five, which is the cartoon Ghostbusters, which yeah. uh, was not the best Okay. That's the one where Slimer talks. Yeah. And he's like a member of the team. Yeah, there's the gif of it right there in the mm. middle of the uh, uh, ad or uh, fucking article. It's a uh, it's an okay cartoon, I guess. Like, there's worse ones out there, but eh, I think you should make sure to watch the first and second one before you watch the real Ghostbusters. And now we're going to 
the new in March for mm-hmm. Netflix. Which the new is probably going to be a lot of stuff we've never heard of because it's Netflix originals. But really, because a lot of the shit they just put on there, I just I, I recognize. Oh well, yeah, maybe then. Okay. So what are we getting? Coming in March. Uh, on my block. Never heard of that. Ooh, Clockwork Orange on the first. I can finally watch it. Now. That is a great film. One of my favorites of all time. Okay. Uh, let's see. Dun, dun, dun. Apollo 13. Apollo That's 13. a good watch. That's yeah. a good movie. It's a great movie. If you haven't seen Apollo 13, definitely watch that. Mm-hmm. Uh, ooh, Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. Wire Foo. That's like the start of Wire Foo. That's yeah. some good shit there. Uh, we got a movie called Emma, <laughs> which is hilarious to me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's based there on a go. novel. Is that what you're named after, babe? No, I'm named after my fucking grandma, dude. Was she named after the novel? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's see what else we're going to get. Ooh, music and lyrics. Thank God, finally. Oh, shit. Nick and Nora's Infinite Playlist, the ultimate hipster movie, is on Netflix now. I don't know that one. It is uh, Michael Sarah and uh, Kat Dennings. Okay. And they play two hipster teens in New York, and they have like a love story, and it's something about their iPods. It doesn't matter. The movie sucks. <laughs> Watch it. It's okay. fucking terrible. Okay. Uh, let's see here. Stuart Little. Ooh, Sweeney Todd, the demon barber of Fleet Street. I assume that's the Johnny Depp version, so not as good as the Broadway version, but uh, I mean, if you like Tim Burton, you'll like that movie. Mm, okay. Uh, ooh, The Hurt Locker. Love that movie. Yeah. You know who's in that, don't you? Best Picture winner. Really? Yeah. Good. That was a good movie. That was Jeremy Renner. I'm a big fan of Jeremy Renner. That's my boy. Then we got The Notebook. So Just in time for Valentine's Day. Anybody who <laughs> listens to our podcast who happens to be dating a basic bitch, congratulations. Mm-hmm. Uh, ooh, Wet Hot American Summer, though. Yeah. That's a good movie. Yeah. Wet Hot American Summer rules. Uh, let's see. That was from Korea, so we don't know that one. <laughs> um, uh, Patriot Act, I don't care about that. Disney's Christopher Robin. Mm-hmm. Oh, no. That's the one from last year. Oh, it's yeah, with the live action Ewan animated Ewan mix. And shit like that. It's yeah. like Who Framed Roger I actually Rabbit might style. give that a watch to see if it's any good. Yeah. Let's see, Doubt. Dun, 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 dun. Don't see anything here that I recognize. Uh, ooh, Spy Kids 2, The Island of Lost Dreams. <laughs> <laughs> they can remain lost. Oh, uh, fuck yeah. Kung Fu Hustle's coming out on the 15th. Have you ever right. seen Kung Fu Hustle? I have not. That movie's fucking awesome. Okay. Check that shit out. That's a good movie. Uh, let's see, what else? That was on Spanish. There's that. Love, Death, and Robots. We Love, Death, and Robots. Episode. Oh, yeah. We got to watch that. Make sure that watch that. That's on the 15th, everybody. Yeah. You Who to the Rescue. I already kind of want to know what that is, to be honest with you. <laughs> uh, Green Door. Amy Schumer's apparently got a Netflix special, I assume. Good for her. Uh, yep. Oh, not recognizing much yeah, of this later on. Originals, yeah. Yeah, later on in the month of March, not recognizing a lot. Oh, Tucker and Dale versus Evil. Everybody likes that. That's that pretty good shit. Yeah. Uh, Which I thought was already on there. I'm pretty sure that's where I watched it. I think they took it off. They're oh. back on. Okay, gotcha. Trailer Park Boys, the animated series, a Netflix original. Okay. Netflix, you're trying a little too hard. (laughs) Take a break. Was that to me or to Netflix? (sighs) Nah, to Netflix. Okay. Although, I guess we can go ahead and wrap this up, too, because I do have to pee pretty bad, so. They don't need to know that. Yeah, but, I mean, I like to. I'm going to cut that bit. I like to share on this podcast. I like to be real with my fans so they understand what I talk about, because I talk about the realness. As you disguise your voice so it's not real. (laughs) I'm glad you picked up on that bit. I'm really proud of you for that. 
All right, guys. Well, I hope you had a lot of fun. I know I did. Mm-hmm. Uh, we all love you. Uh, as always, if you have any questions, comments. Oh, did we have any? No. Okay. No, we didn't. I don't think we did anyway. You can find us on Twitter uh, for the show at the A Two Z Show on Twitter. It's the number two. And then, uh, if you want to follow either of us, you got America's Sweetheart is at Big Guy ACV. He is always uh, having very insightful and thoughtful thoughts to make your life mm-hmm. better. Yeah. I make your life better 140 characters at a time. Or if you want to follow me, you can follow both of us. I don't know why I said or. Yeah. You can definitely follow all three <laughs> nope. of us, actually, no, to be honest no. with you. No, you choose your host. <laughs> you have to pick one. It's the A to Z battle. Uh, you can also follow me on Twitter at uh, Melch Knows Best, M-E-L-C-H Knows Best. Uh, again, like I said, send us questions, comments, topics, anything like that you guys want us to talk about, or uh, just read on air. I don't care. Mm. We will totally do it. Okay. Somebody's going to send you like a proposal or something. That's fine. I'll read it. I don't okay. give a fuck. Yeah. Yeah, I got nothing else to talk about on this podcast. Wow. <laughs> and then also... I carefully curate these topics for you every week, and then you just go and say do something Do you really? Because like it seems like you just go to IGN's top ten, and then put them all in a separate tab. <laughs> Ouch. I'm fucking with you. You know that. No. You, you do a wonderful job on this podcast, and I mm-hmm. do nothing for this. It's amazing. <laughs> the podcast looks great, and you do all the editing and the topics, and I just drink beer and talk. It's amazing. It's a good partnership. I know. What a great fucking scam I got you. <laughs> anyway, also, uh, if you guys want to send us something that's not, like not going to fit on 140 characters, feel free to uh, email us hmm. at... A two Z show dot ask at gmail dot com. Uh, that is actually connected to my phone, so if you email that, I will see it. Other than that, rate, review, subscribe, uh, <laughs> tell your friends about, do all that kind of stuff. Get the word out. Tell them how unfunny we are, and let them enjoy it as well. We love you. I love you, Varble. And I think we're ready to go. What do you think? Might as well. Is it game time? All right. And break.